You're listening to a preview of a premium episode of Champagne Sharks. To get access to this premium episode, as well as the full archive of back premium bonus episodes, go to patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Champagne Sharks and sign up for only $5 a month. For only $5 a month, you get this and every other premium bonus episode, meaning double the content. It's a great deal. And without further ado, here is the preview. So to start off with the general premise of the myth of black buying or purchasing power, um, what is it? Where did it come from? And why do you consider it a myth or a flawed concept? All right. So let me just start off by quickly saying I am not suggesting in any way, shape or form that we cannot overcome this problem. I am not arguing that we should give up and quit. I am not arguing that we should not try any number of things, including boycotts, including group or, or collaborative or cooperative economics or, or any, any number of different things. In fact, I think as part of any oppressed group's approach, even in 2018 to figuring out how to get free, any, any and everything in, in the entirety of the political spectrum should be put on the table. So I'm not I don't I want to be clear because I'm often confused as being seen as being just a, a you know a, a complete pessimist who's advocating just quitting. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is this notion that is popularly disseminated in all kinds of spaces that black America and many other communities have in black America's case a 1 trillion dollar buying power that is poorly used resulting in the levels of inequality that we suffer. All I'm saying is that does not exist. That is misunderstood. That is mythology. The myth, the myth to be frank, I don't have, I have not found the so-called, if we're, if, you know, <laughs> barring from, uh, uh, you know, astrology, I have not found the God particle, so to speak. I have not found that, that, that exact point of origin. Um, it goes back well into the early 1900s. It emanates out of the uh, 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 business and government communities that in, that look at uh, the the economy and corporate well being, coming out of like the the you know the uh, coming out of commerce studies or the commerce uh, uh, department uh, and other areas like that. And it begins with the it's it's simply an argument. Not about the actual strength or economic condition of black people. It's about the potential money black people have access to to spend on acceptably agreed upon goods selected by those who are selling them. Buying power, in other words, is a marketing phrase used by corporations and advertisers to to. Uh, explain to one another how best to target various communities to find ways to get them to shop with those advertisers or those com those companies the confusion is is that the number of 1 trillion comes from what i have identified and i can point to 
is the $1 trillion comes initially out of the Selig Center for Economic Growth, which is in the Terry College of Business housed in the Bank of America Financial Center in Athens, Georgia. They produce these studies that when you look deeply into their methodology, are reaching this conclusion about a trillion dollars through all kinds of flawed methods. And at the very long post where I have all, you know, 10 years of collected information on this at imixwhatilike.org, people can look at, we can, you know, or if we have time maybe later in, in, to go over a quick overview, they, we can go through some of that meth- those methods. But the methods are, 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 in summary, based on extrapolations or uh, um, uh, guesses based on small segments of spending that black people or other pop people in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in society are spending. Um, so in, in other words, if black people go shopping, uh, including using credit cards, including going into debt, including buying, uh, um, goods that are again, available to them, uh, and then those receipts are collected. Uh, uh, like if you, you know, one Nielsen study. So, you know, on top of the Selig Center, the Nielsen study, the Nielsen group, the uh, um, the people who do ratings and, you know, they do surveys and, and work with the Selig Center to do surveys. And, and, and they compile uh, the their these the, the survey data uh, and other economic indicators that are falsely and, mis, you know, poorly interpreted and misread. Uh, to conclude that because they monitor, for instance, 80,000 black shoppers in in a holiday season who in that time period spend X amount of dollars, they can extrapolate and say, well, then the 40 million black community in the United States spends a trillion dollars and has a trillion dollars of buying power. This is then misinterpreted by activists, well-meaning people, uh, honest you know, decent human beings and also by some hustlers out there um, and used as a catchphrase in a lot of activist meetings that I have been to and have been going to for, for you know, 20 years and hearing discussed and seeing people give speeches about this and it gets an applause. It's a great, you know, attention grabber to say we have a trillion dollars and if we just unify and spend on black businesses or invest in black banks, we, we would, we, we, you know, could be so much better. Um, but they don't look at the numbers and, and, and when you, when they don't look at the data, they don't look at the methods and how these numbers are compiled and don't realize that again, and I'll just stop here, summarize and stop here that a, the trillion dollars is basically a guess based on limited spending of small segments of the population. It's, it's tabulating money or it's tabulating spending that again is allowable. And that is, in other words, a couple of years ago, we went and bought a new car. We were able to get a bank loan for the cost of that car. We are in debt to pay off that car, but the the spending on that car is tabulated and collected as part of black spending data. So, so it would suggest that we spent $30,000 on a car uh, and then is tabulated and collected into this data that suggests that we have a collective of a trillion dollars. But what what really happened? We were given a loan that we're still paying off, by the way, to to buy a vehicle that we were allowed to purchase. We could not, in other words, get a loan to buy stock or land or to invest in major corporations or hedge funds 
et cetera, and so forth. You can't get loans to do that. You can't use your credit card to do that. And those are where wealth is generated. That's where real money is generated and power is generated. So in other words, yes, we can go buy hair and rims and music and cars and even houses to a certain extent and clothing and all of that because we're spending money in small amounts, we're spending money that we're using credit to, 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 to cover, and we're buying things that are there for us allowed to purchase. We're not being offered stock and land and major investments in, in, in high-yielding, uh, 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 wealth-producing corporations. We're not offered those opportunities because simply they don't exist. What then is done is this myth is generated not only to help advertisers find communities to target to, to buy their goods, but more more dangerously to convince people and black people themselves that we are the cause of our own inequality. That if we just spent better, we would be we could become equal. If we just saved more, we would become equal. And and then I really will stop here. One, that is a fundamental misunderstanding of capitalism as an economy. And two, it is a complete distortion of why there is inequality and why there is a continuing and even worsening poverty uh, and wealth gap in this country between black and white. And that's why I'm saying this myth is so dangerous and why it's regurgitated so often. So are you trying to say if I stop buying J's, if I stop getting Jordans, I'm not going to get rich? Exactly. So, I mean, think about it. I mean, seriously, think about it. You know, I do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah I, mean, I mean, it sounds so funny, but people seriously will tell you that. Like, uh, they do. Yeah, people will tell you that with a straight face that you just had to stop buying Jordans and your life is automatically uh, awesome. 